You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. Well, hey, everybody, it is John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur here, and welcome once again to another great episode of the J. Moore Tech Talk Show. Marcus, it is great to be with you. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. This evening, I should say. I'm doing fantastic, John. How's it going? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, We're coming into the home stretch for the new year. I mean, I can't believe, Marcus, we have, with today being the 17th, we have less than two full weeks left in 2021. Yeah, uh, I can't believe it. Just a blink of a nine now. There's there's a lot of changes going on, and uh, I think you know 2022 is going to be a great year. Uh, we're always going to get those skeptics, unfortunately, and people that are going to want to wear their masks even to bed or like i'd say even in the car when no one's around you know really take the mask off if no one's in the car yeah i mean you 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 look stupid okay there's nobody there and i don't think anybody's gonna get and you know funny i was learning last i was at a party um just last night and uh what i was learning uh a thursday night was that uh they had these signs in this building i went to and it said that you are basically um absolving and agreeing to hold us harmless by entering these facilities by any kind of case of COVID or lawsuit as we are not responsible. I, 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 they were big signs like jumbo. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, this isn't going to hold up in court because you can't even prove it. Oh, you can't. So I think these lawyers are just using this as a, a facade to make some extra money is yeah. my feeling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people have found many ways to scam people during uh, during these times, and uh, it's, it's getting kind of ridiculous. And like you said, uh, people trying to score extra point, brownie points with the mask. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was talking to yeah. um, somebody who, who lives close to me. Uh, his first name is Nate, and we may bring him on a show in the future. He's very involved with the bots, you know, the uh, war bots, the different bots they have. And uh, he was telling me he actually went to the conference. I think it's, I forget what it's called, something bots. You probably might know better than I do. It's it's the war bots or something. The, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the name. You, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, the, the, bot, the bot wars uh, with destruction. Okay. The, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what the name is. Yeah, uh, the battle the, bots. R- what is it? Is it the BattleBots, I believe? BattleBots, that's yeah. it, yes. So he was very knowledgeable. I think he might be a good guest to have a little later, maybe next year, because uh, um, it was very interesting to learn all the rules. You know, they have a lot of safety there, Marcus, that they can't enter uh, the ring with um, their weapons uh, deployed. So there was one person, they take safety very seriously, that was coming into the, uh, the BattleBot rink and his blade was out and spinning before it gets into the rink or before the doors close it's a violation i never knew this and i also learned something from talking the other night that you can have 
all kinds of weapons like hammers. Um, you know, you can have flame throwing, which is legal. Okay. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, you can also have any type of cutters, which we've seen before, flippers. Yeah. You can't have any type of electromechanical devices or jammers. Uh, you also can't have any kind of liquid. So water, acid. Um, so you have to have a very big armor and big, not just in what it is, but how well it can deflect the enemy. So um, interesting. It always gets me very up in the heart when I watch those shows because yeah. they seem like real people to me getting hurt. Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I, I'm quite sure we're going to have more of that in the future, you know, uh, especially with the increasing advancement of uh, AI. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we can, maybe, maybe we might be able, Marcus, to reach us. See if we can get him to come on a show, and maybe we can reach out and get somebody from BattleBots to come on our show. I think yeah. that'd be pretty cool, especially what's happening with the, like you said, AI and games and stuff like that. I think this is the new future. People yeah. are looking at technology because they're getting bored with things that are in a box. They don't want a remote control car. They don't want, uh, you know, some racetrack that you just put a car down. Right. They want something that is interactive. And uh, he was telling me the seats were under 100 bucks, And they go through, I forget how many hours of taping. He said, but it was very well worth, uh, I think he paid 60-some dollars. He said it was very, very well worth uh, the conference. So uh, in interesting thing. We'll have to just keep that up. But I thought I would share that with you because we're always trying to know what's going on in the news. And, uh, you know, Facebook or what we call what, quote unquote, meta these days, they're not hiding. Yeah. They're not fooling anybody. Uh, Facebook may have to open up their draws according to the new social media bill, which may require it. This is going to be pretty sticky, if you ask me. Yeah, it is, uh, especially since they have to send send information to qualify, you know, quote unquote, qualify researchers. Exactly. So a new bipartisan group of the U.S. senators have announced this new bill that requires social media companies to share platform data with independent researchers. Uh, the bill is announcing, uh, and it was put through uh, by Democratic Senator Chris Coons, uh, Amy Klaubacher, and Rob Portman, and also um, the thing about it is they, they're naming a, a, what they call the Platform Accountability and Transparency Act, P-A-T-A. Hey, that's pretty neat. It's kind of like what I was saying all along, isn't it, Marcus? Yeah, that's <laughs> I well, said we needed something we like needed this, you, know? you know, someone to step in, you know. Uh... We, exactly. We have the consortium. Like, most people don't know this, but Google wasn't as smart as everybody thinks. Like, when right. they came up with that chip many years ago, and the chip basically doesn't even trust their devices, they didn't come up with that idea. The security consortium came up with that. Right. So a lot of the things that we see every day, and these companies are smart, they're not the ones that are coming up with those things. So they're going to establish new rules, uh, compelling social media platforms to share data with qualified researchers. Now, that's defined as a university-affiliated research pursuing projects that have been approved by the National Science Foundation. That sounds interesting, but it sounds a little plausible. I don't know. <laughs> it do. You know, uh, we, we, we just hope it's someone 
uh, who is a, a, a little bit trendy, you know. So <laughs> we don't want someone who's just, you know, kind of out of the loop of what's going on. So under the bill, the platforms would be required to comply with the request for data once research was approved by the NSF. And if they fail to provide data to a qualifying project, uh, it could result in the platform losing the immunities provided by Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act. That's pretty tight. So they're not going to shut them down, but then it's like their armor is going to be stripped from them and they're no longer going to have that, what I call that umbrella of protection. Just like if you start a company and you have a, a corporation, there's something called the corporate veil. And right. you're protected as long as you don't break the corporate veil. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go buy sneakers for yourself and, and put that on your credit card because that would be breaking the corporate veil. <laughs> Unless those sneakers, by the way, were for a promotion or a product that you were doing an unboxing for. There, There's a difference there. Right. right. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, this, this new bill. Um, but I knew this was coming, the Platform Accountability and Transparency Act. I didn't know what it was called. But I just could smell this was on the the horizon. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they had too, had too many visits to uh, Washington, and it, it, something had to be done, you know. And you know, the, the stuff with the kids, you know, the harm, you know, the harming of the kids, and you know, something had to be done to tighten up on these guys. Well, they're saying, uh, and I want to quote: some of the big companies have said this before. Trust us, and I quote. Senator Richard Blumenthal, um, uh, Democratic um, uh, uh, person from Connecticut, uh, Senate from Connecticut. And um, they also said that seems to be what Instagram is saying in your testimony. Uh, and this is according to uh, Masiri. But self-policing dep- policy, uh, policing depends on trust. The trust is gone, Marcus. Yeah, it's, it's, it's way gone. You know, the, the harm has been done. The, you know, there's a lot of collateral damage. Uh, and, um, it, you know, they, they have made their money. And I don't I don't know how much more do they want to make. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's about money 100%, Marcus. I think yeah. it's money's part of it, but I think it's more about power. Yeah. And um, I'm going to say how influential they are on getting people to do or not do something. So mm. money's part of it, but I think it's more of a power war. Yeah, well, I can see that also. You know, and um, that's even more disgusting. It is. And like I said, what they're doing with the kids is absolutely crazy how they're exploiting. And they don't even know they're being exploited. No, they don't. So it's definitely something that I'm glad we're starting to adhere. I, I, I pray and hope that that bill, the PATA, Platform Accountability and Transparency Act, passes. Because if it doesn't, uh, then we're going to be right back in the same starting point that we were at, you know, a few weeks ago. Yeah, we are. And, and we're going to be seeing, you know, um, uh, Facebook doing whatever they want, you know, for a very long time. But I think, to be honest with you, I think Facebook actually was the one that propelled this. Because by Facebook changing their name, it's like they don't want to be associated with that 
brain. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. And anymore. But now they're doing the same crap with another company name. And it's funny, some people are saying, okay, Facebook slash men. They're like referring to them as the same former and older name. It's like telling me that the media is not buying the name change. No, 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 no one's not, you know. Uh, they're not going to be able to escape from it. They, they so. think they are. I mean, you log on, you <laughs> log on to... Part. You log on to Facebook. Okay, let, let's think about this for a moment. You log on to Facebook.com, right? You don't go to Meta.com. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. So my question is, you know, if you go to Meta.com, you get about.facebook.com. And if you were really doing this, I would say the whole Facebook domain should be done. Yeah, that's what I would have did. I would I would have got rid of the, the whole domain. I would I probably would have took it as far as like getting rid of the like the, the logo. <laughs> exactly. You're still seeing that logo. The Instagram logo is okay, but I mean I, I think the Instagram logo has too much negative connotation on it. Yeah, it has a lot of negative connotation. It has whatever we want to yeah. do, we'll do it. And if we can, just you know too bad. <laughs> yeah. So I have to stay uh, apt to what's going on with them, but it'll be very interesting to see. And I think there's a lot of new frontiers that are going to open in 2022. Uh, some good for some companies, some bad. And I say bad uh, for the companies that are trying to exploit people. So uh, I hope that they're able to do what that uh, task force is set out to do. Uh, but speaking about Instagram, Instagram, um, According to Adam uh, Mosiri, he explains Instagram is bringing back chronological feed. So this is a feed where you're going to be able to pick your favorites and have them show up at the top in your in chronological order. Now they haven't give too much given too much information about how to do this, but they're saying that this is a feature they're going to be re-rolling out. So, okay, that's nice, but I think, Marcus, they got bigger problems than to figure out what order a poster feed is coming in. Like, where are their priorities? Yeah, because, you, you, <laughs> you know, you, you go, you go to, to your search and you get all this other crap that you don't even want to see. You know, I mean... And it's, you're, it's, you're, prime, it's, you're priming kids uh, to the to, to real, really harmful material. I I, I agree. So um, I believe that they're not really doing what the consumers want. They're doing what investors want, okay? And they're doing what's going to put money in their pocket right now. But I think they've been doing that long enough. And they've been exploiting America long enough, and it has to stop now. And the only way it's going to stop, ladies and gentlemen, is by you telling your legislators, by you speaking out about things that you don't like. I don't mean on the Facebook site or the Instagram site. I mean writing letters, emailing your legislators, telling them this has to stop. 
telling them your kid was exploited by this, if they were. I think that's what's going to do it, Marcus. It, it, it's not going to be all the, the little complaints or the feedback forms that people fill out. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're loaded with it by now. You know, uh, it, it was pretty ridiculous. Like, you know, when you, when you can't find, when you got to, like, you know, dig all the way down to, to the bottom to find educational material. That's that's pretty sad. Yeah, but speaking pretty- about things that are sad, uh, there's been fires, if you've not been following, in London for quite a while. And um, it's causing pretty much a havoc especially on this holiday season um they're getting fires all over london's um network of transportation and the london transport agency is now going to ban what they believe the cause of it is e-scooters on public transit networks so apparently they've been getting lots of fires and um they believe that these devices are unsafe they're not going to prevent them for sale and to be used on public, um, I'm sorry, private property, but on public transportation, they're going to ban them. And a quote recently that I want to take from them, and it said, we have been extremely worried by the recent incidents on our public transport services, which involved intense fires and considerable smoke and damage, close quote, said the TFL's chief safety, health and environment officer, Lily Madison. uh it's it's interesting but i don't know if just banning them from the transport network is enough why aren't they banning the sale of them permanently marcus why are they just doing it on the network of the transportation well it, it seems that if if they don't if they attempted a ban sale uh of course it's going to you know, they, they won't be able to tax, tax it anymore. Uh, that's obvious. And, and then, um, you know, you might get some, some other drawbacks else, elsewhere. But I think the challenge is that if there's an unsafe product on the road or even on your own private property and it could cause fires, then why is it being allowed? It's a safety hazard. Why isn't it being recalled and fixed? like a car would be, or an appliance, or something else of that nature. Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting, because, like, you got to wonder, you know, maybe it's not as many fires as what they're, what they're telling everyone. Well, this is the thing. Whenever you get news from the media, we all know that it's, it's, it's blown out of proportion lots yeah. of times. And so it would be great to get a true number. But, you know, when you're talking about, uh, you know, lots of posts on Twitter and Instagram, uh, footage showing danger of uh, basically it's the e-scooter battery firing, um, it's a problem. And um, like I said, they're calling for the ban on, on carrying e-scooters on public transport. So just to be very clear here, they're not allowing them, when I say on the network, I know that might get confusing, they're forbidding them to be carried on the transportation network uh, commuter lines. So that means um, you can't take it 
on the rail with you. You can't take it on the subway with you. Because they're fearful. Because the, the fires they've seen, if that happens on a, on a transportation network, that could be deadly. Yeah. So I think that really it should be recalled. Yeah, it, it should. I mean, if it's that big of a problem, you know, recall it all together. So what they're doing now to enforce this is they're going to set a fine of a thousand pounds or thirteen hundred U.S. dollars. I, I think that's a problem, but I think it's good they're doing that. That that is good, you know. Um, but I don't think these belong on uh, any of the commuter lines, anyways. You know. Um, I I agree with you, and I think what needs to happen is. They need to go back to the manufacturer and say, look, um, these need to be tested, um, you know, or maybe when they're going on the the uh, rails, they have a switch. They still should be tested, but maybe whenever they go on uh, the rail systems, they can disengage the battery. Because yeah. I think it's something happening with the charging system. So if they if they take power off the battery right then it shouldn't explode no it shouldn't so there should be like a, a safe switch or like a a safe travel switch just switch it to green when getting on major transit or something i mean i still think they should fix the problem but um at least right now that would allow them to travel with them but there's still the danger that they could still catch on fire when you get off the transportation system. So I I don't know. We, we saw this many years ago, Marcus, with APC, you know, when they were shipping um, batteries, uh, which basically when the power goes off, they uh, regulate the power. And some of them, besides just providing power, battery, they regulate the power. So if the power goes below 105, the battery steps in, Okay. Um, if it goes, let's say, um, below um, 112, the regular steps in to bring it up. If the battery goes above 122, 121, a regular comes in to pull the power down. But again, at 105, the battery steps uh, comes on board. And um, the way they were done many years ago is you had this uh, box and there was like a label. You had to open the, the box and the wire was not connected. You had to physically take one of the wires. It wasn't the most easy thing always to do because the wire was very uh, rigid. And you had to bend it back and connect it. And sometimes when people were connecting them, there weren't these protected pieces. So sometimes they would arc on you, like for a second, nothing bad. But there was still a little bit of charge left over. So you had, what I always did is took them and just touched them real quick so I could get the arc out. Then I could put the time to actually put them together because if you're trying to put that together that thing arcs that might scare you or it could be a safety hazard so what happened um after many years of complaining and with the safety of um, you know shipping and, and transportation alliances they got smart and they no longer have plugs on the majority of them there's still some that do but the ones that have plugs now have a, a flange 
So if you you can't really put them in, it's like the Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The metal's like in a few inches, so it's a lot safer. But what they did is they got rid of the uh, the need to plug it in on most of them. And so what you do is you take the unit out, had a red and a green side. You take it out, pop it up, twist it around, pop it back down, and now it's connected. Because they believed that when they were in transit, there was a possibility that they could catch on fire. And again, why? Because they're connected to something. So they were just trying to alleviate that by not activating the battery unless the contacts are there. So if that proved to be successful, why don't they do something with the uh, e-scooter? I'm not saying it should have something where they take the battery out, but something like a switch. Yeah, I think that could solve simple, the problem. Simple, yeah, that's a simple install. You know, uh, that, that doesn't seem like, 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 not like they're acting too much. No, it doesn't. And it's going to probably cost them an extra two or three bucks a bike. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but, we know, I always say, Marcus, when it has something to do with safety, it should be addressed immediately. It shouldn't even be a question. Yeah, that should have been tested up front. You know, so, uh, so uh, we'll have to keep it. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But, you know, another interesting thing that we want to keep an eye on is, you know, more and more cars. Um, it could be the luxury cars from, you know, your Mercedes, your Audis, your Acuras, your Porsches, uh, Teslas. Uh, not so much the Teslas, but they could be. Um, they are starting to get exploited due to a technology that Apple has called Apple AirTags. So here's how it works. These devices were designed to help you track uh, different devices, uh, usually expensive devices, so you know where they are, maybe equipment, uh, things like that. But what's recently come uh, to the light uh, based on investigators um, from the York Regional Police in Ohio, they have charged many um, different uh, people with theft. And yeah. they use this unit, um, and basically what's happening is that they pop this unit in. And so it's a very small unit. It's probably about the size of, less than the size of a quarter, all right? And if you're at the mall, they pop this little transmitter onto your car while you're at the mall. Then they wait for you to drive that car home. And then within a day or two, they take it. Wow. Pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's very crazy. Um, you know, especially given that, like, you know, um, uh, here in my, my hometown, like, you know, uh, car death has, you know, uh, drastically increased, you know, uh, 
it's 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 becoming a huge huge issue, and and these crooks are getting smarter and smarter. But they're they're exploiting and using technology that's been used for other reasons, and something like this could be put under your bumper. Uh, it could be put on um, inside of a tire. It could be put anywhere, and yeah. you would never notice it. Yeah, you wouldn't know it. Over the past year, they said more than 2,000 vehicles have been stolen across the region. And out of that, approximately 350 vehicles have been recovered in the last year. Okay? Um, and they were only able to arrest 100 people. Wow. So here's what they're urging you to do. If possible... Park your vehicle in a locked garage. Most vehicles are stolen from a driveway. Uh, use a steering wheel lock. It will also act as a visible deterrent for people. Install a lock on the data port. This is a simple device can be purchased online um, and block access to the computer port where thieves gain access to reprogram the vehicle's keys. Interesting. Yeah, Consider very. purchasing a quality video surveillance system. This is why I like the Tesla, because it comes with its own camera system on board. Uh, I mean, that's a little bit much to put cameras in your car. Inspect yeah, your vehicle is. regularly and call police if you notice any suspicious potential tracking devices. Now, how the heck is someone going to notice? They're not going to have a device <laughs> to actually check this. And this is coming from the York Regional Police in... Uh, Ontario. Right. Yeah, well, you know, if it's happening there, it's, it's, it's going to trickle its way over uh, elsewhere, too. So just I find, be, yeah, I, I think it's a problem. Uh, you know, you know, also people are putting them um, by the by the gas tanks as well. Yeah, I would imagine, you know, I. Uh, Again, this is a very, very small device, and people can purchase it and use it without any kind of verification of ownership. Yeah. So you could own the product, and it verifies you to the phone, but you could stick it on whatever you want. It's not like, you know, right now, if you try to control a domain through Google or something, they want to verify you're an owner. There's no way you could verify you're an owner. They just take it and they pop a tracking device anywhere. Yeah, maybe that there may have to be something changed to that. I'm thinking maybe there has to be some way, and the tag is only twenty nine bucks. Yeah. It's a very small little silver like type coin with the Apple logo on it, and. Um, like I said, most people are not going to catch this. If you're going somewhere like, let's say, a parking lot and uh, they have cameras, that's great. But what are people going to do now? Become camera watching for just people that are parking their car? Right. I like the idea of parking in a locked garage all the time. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in a garage and, you know, they see somebody walking up to a car, most times they're going to stop them. Yeah. But I feel that this is greater than just this. I think that it's an effort 
to figure out how to steal cars nationwide. Because even in my own town, um, they're putting big signs up telling people, um, you know, to lock their cars. But you know what the people do? They leave the keys, Marcus, right in the car. Oh, no. So you just walk up to the Ferrari, you open the door, you get in, you press the button, bam, you put it on a, on a truck, and you're done. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, that's too easy. <laughs> so they put signs out saying, please uh, don't put your um, car uh somewhere and leave it unlocked and you know people were getting angry because they put these they call them hideous signs i didn't think they were that bad they put these signs out there to tell people to be safe and they said they were uh cluttering up the neighborhood <laughs> oh, for things that they're not doing <laughs> oh man gotta love it it it's crazy yeah, and it's crazy. Uh, i've said this marcus whatever we give access to things and we're not physically there there is that potential that somebody could hack into it yeah but now they made carjacking so easy that they go after the cars that have the prime value that they want they don't go after the cheap cars they just look for the cars they want they put a few sensors out there and bam. Well, yeah, that's that's the real card, uh, Jackers. Uh, well, we, we, we got we got a problem with teenagers uh, that's joyriding here in our city, and, and they're going after Kias and Hondas. So <laughs> they're just doing that to be. Um, yeah, they're, being, they're being a nuisance. That that's really all they're doing, right? Yeah. So. Does that mean now that the car has to have an anti-tracking device to be able to check devices that are installed? I mean, where is this line going? Yeah, I, I don't know because, like, you know, there's only so much you can, you know, you can do to continue you, to deter. You can do exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Speaking about more people, Activision. Uh, recently had an interesting challenge where uh, the workers rallied in a protest for layoffs. The strike was funded to support work stoppage, raising over 100000 in 12 hours. And the group of Activision Blizzard workers called itself a better ABK Workers Alliance, announcing that its members are taking part in an open-ended strike until demands are met and worker representation is finally given a place within the company. This is a company that has a few dollars, Activision. And I am really uh, disappointed with the deplorable behavior of their management team that they're not able to give them their fair salary. Yeah, this is, you know, you gotta wonder, you know, uh, they're not with the times. You know, um, they, they gotta, they gotta wake up and smell the coffee here. You know, uh, things are changing now, and you know you gotta yeah. pay, you gotta pay your workers now. And it's also not just that, Marcus. Uh, it's employees, but it's also they have uh, they also Raven um, Software was has QA contractors who were let go last month, um, and that's another problem. So they have a lot of contractors, and they feel that contractors are disposable. 
I think too many people feel contractors are disposable. And without mentioning names, a lot of companies, they play a game, Marcus, to see who they can bring in at the lowest price. They don't want the best person. They want people that are going to come to work for the cheapest amount of money. In some senses, Marcus, they want people that are not too bright. Yeah. But this is not smart, though. No, it's not. And then you know what they want to do, Marcus? They want to micromanage. I was talking to a company the other day, and they were doing some tech support. And the person got on site. And you know what they did when they got on site? They had to check in by phone, which was fine. But then they stayed on the phone with them for the entire time they were at the site. I said, why? Well, they like to stay on phone with us when we have troubleshooting calls. I'm like, are they helpful? Not really. But they just kind of want to police us and stay on the phone. I don't know what to say to that. It's no wonder why, you know, uh, there's so many production slowdowns and uh, why uh, employees are just like not being retained anymore. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because this this strike that I was telling you about was all for not the developers. Okay up for the quality assurance team oh that's even worse so they're actually discriminating marcus against their quality assurance contractors saying that they don't need them anymore well let's let's find out once you get a a couple complaints so um Alongside the strike, a better ABK is also actively working to create a formal labor union by distributing union authorization cards to employees. If a majority of employees sign such cards, it could lead Activision Blizzard to voluntarily recognizing the newly formed union or force a formal NLRB um, vote on union representation among all employees. So the real issue is that Raven's being treated like um, second-class citizens. They're not even playing fair with the whole company. They're picking and choosing and discriminating. Now, we hear discrimination for race, religion, orientation, but this is different. They're discriminating based on the type of job they're doing. That's a new one, Marcus, on my point. Yeah, I I have not heard anything like that. So we got to change the rule now. We don't discriminate for race, religion, sexual orientation, or job classification. (laughs) <laughs> yeah if you got that type of job you're a low, low life oh, oh man that's a new one of mine oh my god this is crazy yeah, until it becomes a lawsuit then it'll become part of the stature in the normal uh discrimination equal opportunity employer uh nomenclature yeah wow. well you know um we had a little issue that happened not too long ago um twitter uh made a little of a blunder <laughs> They suspended suspended quite a few accounts in Err, all because they received uh, several uh, malicious reports uh, that there was a problem. So they didn't even bother to investigate it. They just suspended the accounts. Uh, They later realized that this was an error, and they reinstated the accounts. 
So the policy's vague wording had drawn criticism for researchers who said it could stifle the use of Twitter for amateur reporting and open source investigation. Amateur sleuths, and I quote, have used the site to pursue members of hate groups and suspected rioters at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. So this is a whole thing about misuse of power and misuse of media, Marcus. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have to tell you this, and many of our, um, our, our viewers don't know this, but I'm actually a certified member of the international press, uh, both as a uh, videographer and a journalist. And I got to tell you, I take that title very seriously because a lot of people – you know, feel that just because you're media that you're somebody special. And and I think there's um, some wording to that, but I don't think that you're God. I think that it's your job to bring the news to people in a way that's unbiased. And so I say this to you because whatever I report on, I try to give an unbiased view. There's a lot of people that can be bought. And they'll slant the story because they're making more money because if they make it seem like that. And this happens today, Marcus, unfortunately. With many of the major three- and four-letter companies, they just say, well, well, it seemed more like that. No, they just happened to get more advertising on that end. So that's why that became – but it's sad that this happens, Marcus. Yeah, the, it is. You know, um, we, we have seen an uptick in it. Um, this is why some of the major uh, news, uh, news and media uh, companies, uh, you know, are, are rolling out these these fake and crazy news stories because like they're they're just losing, they're losing, you know, and they're losing, and the only way for them to to, to continue to roll in the money machine is to you know, do crazy, roll out the crazy stories, and you know, and um, and and put out fake fake articles and stuff it's it just it just blows me away but one point i want to end on uh, is something called winky lights which kind of uh twinky twinkly lights i should say i call them winky lights but uh twinkly lights so they're a new type of light you could put on your tree um smart bulbs create this unique ambiance for the tree and um unfortunately you still have to string the lights around the tree that's not going to get done for you by osmosis and um they're different than the old school blinking lights with twinkly lights you use your ios your android app to customize your light setup via wi-fi and there's a 56 light starter kit but you can go up to 225 and create all kinds of patterns to how your lights will appear on the tree that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but, you know, my question is, how long do those bulbs last? Because, uh, you know, when you put lights on a tree, they never they never seem to uh, work. But, you know, I got to tell you, they're getting better with that. Uh, some of the newer companies now are actually putting lights on the tree already. And you don't have to wire them. When you snap the tree together, they actually click without having to wire them. Pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, so twinkly lights, in case you were wondering just for the heck of it, um, they're right around 120 bucks. Okay. 
And so you that that's your that's your starter pack. And you could get them at any of your major, you know, stores. But I think it's pretty cool the way you can just, you know, use your app. Uh, it's definitely a nice um, conversation starter for the holidays. Oh, love your tree. Oh, yes, we got twinkly lights this year. And I actually got a 400 count set and I spent 300 bucks. Wow. Yeah, they're multicolored. You can set not only the pattern of how they go, but the light color. And they can be used indoor or outdoors. Pretty interesting. Something I definitely think that would be nice to talk about around the Yule log this holiday season. That's good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where our time goes, but we are at the top of our hour already. And uh, I just want to encourage you guys, as we have just one more week, if you are celebrating Christmas, uh, if you celebrate other holidays, I hope those holidays were happy, merry, and great for you and your family. But this is a time where we get to uh, talk about things with our family. We get to sit around the table. And somebody said to me a long time ago, John, it's not what you're having for dinner that matters. It's the people that sit around the table to enjoy it with you. Those are the things that we're going to treasure for years. Not the fact that somebody cooked a bad pot roast or a great meal. It's going to be the experience that we're going to talk about. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you have an idea for a Jay Moore Tech Talk show, would you like to be a guest possibly in 2022? Go to jmor.com, the right-hand corner, click on Reach Out Today, and apply to become a guest. We love to have people that are insightful and that would like to provide value to our show. Also, if you have an idea for a product or an unboxing, reach out to us as well. You'll have to donate and send us the product. We'll review it, give an honest review of the product. Again, if you're looking to send us a lemon, expecting me to turn it to lemonade, I would just ask you to keep your product because I don't want to disappoint you. You cannot pay us to tell us what you want us to say about the product. Again, I hope the rest of your shopping days, which you have a few of them left, uh, before the holidays go well. And I invite you to pop on over to um, my channel, um, which is on YouTube, John Space C Space M O R L E Y Space Serial Entrepreneur, and watch my 25 days of inspirational gifts around the holidays. Gifts that you'll actually be able to understand that I get every day for myself and that teach a lesson of something you can add to your mental tool belt that will help you become a better version of yourself and help others become a better version of themselves. Well, with that, Marcus, I have to say goodbye. Have yourself a great weekend, everyone. And we'll be back next week. Wow, that's going to be Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be amazing, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have a great show for that one. So don't, don't miss it. Take care, everyone. Be well. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 88811. That's IT support to 88811, and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com.
You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.